So it doesn't really surprise me that you know my recent video on asking how you know they're going to explain Fifi's presence in Tiny Toons University. It doesn't surprise me that as far as YouTube goes, it's got a lot of traction within the span of a day, if not less than that. You know because it's already almost in the 500 range uh, by the by the uh, by the time I'm recording this audio. It's already in the 500 range. So it doesn't really surprise me, you know, that it's getting that kind of traction, um, if you will, um, as we speak. It doesn't really surprise me. Um, it also doesn't surprise me that as far as my Spotify BW Rose's Discussions podcast goes, where you'll also be listening to, listening to this at, doesn't surprise me it's getting some traction there. And the reason it doesn't surprise me is mainly the fact that it is indeed a question that a lot of fans are going to want to have an answer to. It's like, how in the world you know, are they going to explain Fifi's presence without acknowledging the character she's based on? I mean, I did give an example of like, several routes they could go. You know, for example, they could just portray her as a new Tiny Toon, Looney Toon character uh, that's being introduced exclusively for the show. They could do that. They could go the route of saying she is being mentored by Penelope because Penelope will now be presented with a white stripe down her back. Or they could bring in Pepe and bring him in as someone that's learned from his mistakes. In other words, learn that, okay, the reason, you know, people don't want to be around me or certain romantic uh, love interests don't want to be around me is because of my stench. You know, you can bring him in and, you know, if he's mentoring Fifi, you know, you can have him say, hey, control your stench. You know, the more you control it, the more opportunity you're going to have to find somebody. And maybe he teaches her and others, you know, uh, he, he teaches them, you know, not to do what he did. You know, not be so grab happy or, or anything like that. Just be like, you know, be more respectful. You know, go introduce yourself. You know, see if maybe the person you're interested in might want to have a cup of java with you or whatever. You know, just be cultural about it. You know, be, gen- be womanly or gentlemanly or ladylike, if you will, about it. Maybe that's how they present him if they bring him in. You know, someone that learns from his mistakes and realizes, hey, things, times have changed, you know, so i got to change with the times. Maybe they do that. We'll see. Uh, well, but, you know, that's, that's up to them because, again, this is going to be a question that fans are going to want to know about. In fact, they're probably even asking it as we speak, not because I brought it up, but I'm pretty sure they brought it up themselves. It's like, okay, she's here. But how are they going to explain her presence without saying, hey, she's based off this character? Because fans are going to know. Fans that grew up with the original Tiny Toons, fans that grew up with Looney Tunes, the new generation that's grown up with Looney Tunes and are going to be you know, watching this show, you know, they're going to know. You know. They're going to know that she is based off Pepe Le Pew. So... Again, that question that's going to be, you know, driven, you know, <laughs> driven around, you know, to the, um, to uh, I wouldn't say the cast, but to, to the creative crew, the question's going to be, okay, how are you going to explain her presence? How are you going to explain, you know, who she's based off of if that character is not there? You see, that's what's going to make that's what's going to make things interesting when it comes to the show. So whatever they do, whatever direction they go with, 
hopefully it makes sense in the long run. But there is something else that fans are talking about. In fact, one fan commented uh, when they when they uh, watched my tra- when they watched my uh, audio video, you know, with my reaction to the final trailer. You know, they asked, oh, not asked, but they brought up the fact that they may not watch the series because, you know, it's not the same. You know, it's got the same characters, but the kind of different, different voice actors, stuff like that, different, you know, obvious changes that a lot of fans are not uh, going to be, longtime fans, that is, are not going to be uh, in favor of. I mean, even the new generation that's watched the originals to get prepared for this are probably not going to agree with either. But they did bring up something that I think is very obvious with any fan base, past, present, and maybe future. And what they brought up was this. What they brought up was there's going to be, no doubt in their mind, a divide, a division. And this is true for any fan base. It really is. You know, it is true for any fan base out there that there's always going to be divisions. There's always going to be, you know, divides, you know, no matter how you look at it. Fans are going to be different in what they enjoy, you know, and everything, you know, about certain franchises, about certain, you know, um, presentations of characters, And there's no doubt that, you know, the division already started when it was pretty much announced that, you know, Buster and Babs were not going to be non-related anymore. That instead it was going to be the opposite. They were going to be related because they're going to be twins. They're going to be siblings. And a lot of folks were not, you know, happy about that. You know, a lot of folks were not happy about that, I should say, because uh, the fact that, you know, everybody, past and even present, that's seen the original, have become more accustomed to uh, to Babs and Buster always saying Buster and Babs Bunny, not no relation. You know, they've always been used to that. They've been used to them being pretty much boyfriend girlfriend, if you will. And now that dynamic has changed. While others, though, they look at it like, well, maybe there's a change for a reason. You know, maybe. You know, maybe they're going to hint at the fact that Buster's G-A-Y and he's going to end up with Plucky. Who knows? Or, or, maybe they're just say, or maybe they're doing this because, hey, let's give Babs a love interest in maybe, in maybe Hampton, for all we know. Or maybe even Plucky. Or, or someone, someone, someone new. Someone we're not aware of. Or maybe Buster gets a love interest in Shirley the Loon. Or even a love interest in, you know, uh, in Fifi. You know. You know, maybe maybe that's why they're doing it. Maybe that's why they're doing it, and everything. So they're willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. But even with that being somewhat of an example, of course we all know there's going to be divisions. We, co- of course, we know there's going to be a division. There's going to be a divide, because again, people will point out that yes, it may be a good show, but it's not the Tiny Toons. It's not what Tiny Toons was. You know, it's what it's not what made Tiny Toons, you know, you know, an iconic show back in the early to mid '90s. You know, it's not what made the show so iconic that they decided to do a revival of it this, you know, around this time frame. You know, so there's going to be divisions. 
And in opposition, in opposition of people pointing out that it's not going to be the same, it's not the tiny tunes that it used to be that it's being based on and all that, you're going to have the opposite telling them, well, of course it's not, because it's, a, it's for a new generation. It carries the spirit of the original, but it's all new. You know, it's still going to carry the, the wackiness. It's still going to carry the zaniness. It's still going to carry the tropiness, if you will, of what made the original good. It's still going to have all the gags that you used to have seen in the original Tiny Toons. Maybe even, as I mentioned, and hopefully they'll bring it in, which I think they should and will, the Lustful Milk gag. You know, it's going to have all those, all those things in there. You know, it's going to have all those things in there and everything. It's just going to be presented a little differently. So, there are, like I said, there are going to be divisions. There are going to be divisions. There's no doubt. You know, there's, going to, there's no doubt about that. There are going to be divisions in everything. You know, some people are going to be, you know, some people are going to be divided on how Dizzy's represented. Because in the original, Dizzy was a guy. And pretty much, any, and pretty much anybody... You know, that's, you know, pretty much anybody that's watching, you know, this new series and they see how they're presenting Dizzy here, it's like, you know, that's, you know, that he has the design of the original Dizzy, but it's not Dizzy because Disney's not, Dizzy is not a they. Dizzy is a guy, you know. And people will argue and counter that saying, well, maybe Dizzy's that representation of the trans folks. The people that are transgender or the people that want to, basically those that feel different from what they originally are. So you're going to have division. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my opinion. You will have a divide, a division, no matter you know, how you feel, no matter whether you enjoy the show, you're kind of mid, you're kind of eh, meh, kind of about the show, or you're not in favor of it, you're always going to have that divide. And that's pretty much the truth. I mean, it's the same with any show. I mean, you can't tell me that when Animaniacs got revived on Hulu, there wasn't a division. There was. There was. You know, there was a division of the fact that people were like, well, where's Minerva Mink? You know, where's Hello Nurse? Where's Slappy Squirrel? You know, where's the Good Feathers? Where's Rita and Runt? You know... And, you know, people would say, bring that up, ask those questions, and be like, well, if you don't have them, this is not Animaniacs. Well, others would bring out the fact that, well, it's kind of a soft reboot, a soft continuation, and now they're, in the, now they're, now they're existing in the here and the now, and things have changed, and, you know, and, you know characters like Minerva and Hello Nurse would not, you know, really be that appropriate, um, if you will, um, you know, to, to have around because of the reputation and stuff or whatever, or whatever. Again, even that show, even Animaniacs, based around those kind of things, had divide. You're always going to have a division. And there's no doubt that, there's no doubt in my opinion that Tiny Toons University is going to have that, more so than it, it does already. But what do you guys think? What do you think about the fact that we could get a division? If not already have a division, you know, when it comes to the show. And also, what are your thoughts? Are you not really surprised that me asking the question of how will they explain Fifi's presence in the show has gotten the traction that it has here on YouTube and on my BW Rosa's Discussions podcast? Let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. Live chat during the premiere. Like the video. 
Support me over in all the places that I've mentioned before, as well as in the description. Support me at Vimo at BW Roses. Support me at inkbunny.net at BW Roses 98. DivanArt.com, BVW1979. Archiveofourown.org, BW Roses 98. And of course, the platforms listed below. But guys, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on both these uh, topics for Tiny T- when it comes to Tiny Tunes University. And until then, I'm out.